the most controversial podcast of IPL 2020. Welcome to Views from Third Man, and today we are doing our report card for every single team. And straight away, there's going to be so many fans of so many different teams objecting to these marks, but. Once again, these are just opinions. And before we start, it'd actually be really nice if everybody who's listening to this goes out there and makes their own report card where you rate every single team on marks out of ten based on their performances, so we can see how they match up. So now let's begin, and let's start with a team that really defines what the IPL means. It's supposed to be where talent meets opportunity, and no team has better personified that than Chennai Super Kings, than MS Dhoni. But what did CSK do this year? Because for seventy percent of the tournament, it was like there were seven teams in the IPL because CSK just didn't show up. I mean, Rutuzaj Gaikwad had his moments towards the end of the tournament. Kadhan was fantastic. Jadeja finished a few games. Duplessis was flying around taking catches. But apart from that, there was really no one there in that CSK side. I mean. Dhoni looked a shadow of his past self, not just as a batsman but as a captain, and that's something you don't want to see in the IPL. But given all of that, CSK still had their moments. So slightly controversial, should get slightly less, but I'm giving CSK a four out of ten for IPL 2020. Then the Kolkata Knight Riders. On paper, they came fifth, which means they just missed qualifying on the basis of net run rate. But in reality, KKR were in complete disarray this year, mainly because of their batting order and the fact that Kolkata Knight Riders this year chose to play their most expensive eleven rather than their best eleven, and I think that really affected them because they kept going back to Russell Narayan, Russell Narayan. But when Russell and Narayan didn't play well for them in the IPL, apart from Shubman Gill at the top and maybe the two Indian fast bowlers and Lockie Ferguson there really was no one to pick up the pick up the scraps and they had a captaincy change as well so a little bit of turbulence around KKR this year so though they came 5th and CSK came 7th KKR also get a 4 then the team that disappointed me the most in this IPL the Rajasthan Royals because you look at those four overseas players and they are arguably the best in the world In T Twenty cricket, I mean, with Stokes, Archer, and Butler, those are among the top five or six players in the world. And Steve Smith is among the best batsmen in the world across all formats. Yet Rajasthan Royals finished last in the points table, and it makes absolutely no sense because you had the brilliance of Samson in the beginning. Archer was consistent all the way through. You had Steve Smith coming in for the bit, Ben Stokes towards the fag end, and Rahul Tewatia in the middle. So they had really good performances, but they all came at different phases of the tournament, which could be why they didn't do so well in terms of the points table because their entire team did not consistently perform. So a team that I had great aspirations for, Rajasthan Royals, I'm giving them a three on ten. Then Kings Eleven Punjab really a really a a team this year which lost which didn't qualify because of a matter of inches whether it was the short run or the super over against Delhi Punjab had various instances where they didn't qualify just because of a few inches where they weren't able to get over the line and they have no one to blame but themselves 
but when they did get on a roll punjab were the best team in the tournament when they won those five games in a row for that period it was almost certain that punjab would qualify but in a, but in a competition as competitive as the ipl you're not going to win seven games in a row and punjab just didn't have that little amount of space to lose one or two games here and there but still kl rahul did end with the orange cap and that does count for something and in my opinion kl rahul was the player of the tournament though the award did go to somebody else so what do you do with punjab kings 11 punjab get a 5 out of 10 for this year in ipl 2020 though they only ended with 10 points then we come to sunrisers hyderabad srh the team sort of the underrated team of the ipl dare i say the new zealand of the ipl because it seems like they punch above their weight but in reality they're in the same category as every single other team out there because you look at what happened to hyderabad this year their plan a was bhuvaneshwar kumar and shakib al hasan who weren't there for the ipl their plan b had mitch marsh then mitch marsh and bhuvaneshwar kumar got ruled out and they brought in a lot of other players then besto went out so they want plan d or plan e with jason holder and kane williamson in the middle order by the time they got to the knockouts but that just shows the depth and experience in their side so hyderabad were actually the most impressive team of the ipl because they did something known as optimization of resources which you don't see teams do very often because with the little that they had this year in terms of depth they did really well once again warner gave got runs once again rashid khan took wickets and so sunrisers hyderabad for this year in ipl 2020 get a 7 and a half on 10 i just think if they had gone a step further and made it to the final they would have gotten 8 or 9 because their performances in the first half weren't very good then the royal challengers bangalore rcb they crossed a hurdle of qualification which they hadn't done in a few years they had a lot of pluses with padikal being the emerging player of the tournament washington sundar mohammad siraj the pace of navdeep saini more than the wicket taking ability and of course there was ab de villiers who as always is just a superman on the cricket field but they had one factor in my opinion which inhibited them from doing well in the ipl or winning the ipl and i think that would be the overseas fast bowler and the form of virat kohli because virat kohli has got 460 runs in the ipl in 14 15 games which by most people standards is a wow ipl but by the superhuman standards virat kohli has set for himself it's not a very good season because he's the guy who's got 970 seasons with four centuries in an ipl before that's more than double of what he's got this year and i just think kohli wasn't able to live up to the standards of batsmanship he has set for himself which is why they did still qualify though and they were strong contenders till the last few games I'm giving Bangalore an eight on ten because overall their campaign this year was very good, but in reality next year they do have more positives than negatives. But there's a lot of issues they do need to resolve. And then there were two, two teams left, the two finalists, Mumbai Indians and Delhi Capitals. So let's start with Mumbai. Mumbai Indians were arguably the most dominant team. in the they were the most dominant team in the IPL there's no arguably needed over there mumbai indians were the most dominant team in the IPL they were the best team in the IPL and they were the inevitable champions 
five time IPL winners with an IPL where Rohit Sharma wasn't there for half of the tournament due to injury just shows the depth and experience and calmness that that side has. But there was one chink in the armor for Mumbai Indians and that came in a game against Sunrisers Hyderabad. And this is really a serious level of nitpicking that's happening over here because though they were champions, though they were the most dominant, a perfect 10 is very rare. And there was that one game against the Sunrisers Hyderabad where there was no Hardik Pandya, there was no Jaspreet Bumrah, there was no Trent Bolt. And Mumbai looked half the team they were. So there may be some over-reliance on those players. And Rohit Sharma's captaincy was definitely tested. So Mumbai Indians get a 9.5 on 10 just because of that one chink in the armour. Because for the 10 on 10, there have to be absolutely no chinks in the armour. And Mumbai showed just one. And I know it's really harsh on Mumbai Indians. But again, 10 on 10s are incredibly rare. And then the last team, the Delhi Capitals. The team with the most aspirations for this year, the team with the most hopes for this year, Rabada ended with the purple cap. Him and Nokia took the tournament by storm. Shikhar Dhawan was the second highest run scorer with over 600 runs in the IPL. And up until the final when he got out to Jayant Yadav, he was in contention for the orange cap. So what do you do with Delhi? Because Shreya Sayyar led the side really well. They made the final. They stumbled a bit in the middle. So what do you do with the Delhi Capitals? In my opinion, Delhi get an 8.5 on 10. And you're thinking, no, finalists should get 9. But for the simple reason is, Mumbai got 9.5. And, and again, it's not fair to give Delhi a 9 when you only give Mumbai a 9.5. 8.5, 9, 8. Delhi were in that category. So we're going with 8.5 for the Delhi Capitals. And that's the end of our report card for the IPL teams. We're going to have an in-depth review of all the teams coming out very soon. That's going to be a slightly longish episode. It may be 40 minutes to an hour long. So it'll be a really interesting podcast for everyone to listen to. So stay tuned for that and go make your own report cards. It's really a very interesting process.